Buying versus building. Yeah. I say just buy it. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of uh, void or basically negates yeah. our whole business. You know what? Just drive stock. Yeah. yeah. Don't modify yeah, if you ask Brad, yeah. that's what he'd say. Yeah. One time? Yeah. You gonna jump us off or do we start with the BBB thing? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Welcome to another episode. No. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, thank you guys so much for watching. Welcome to another episode of Modify with Trick Factory Customs. We're a custom car building shop in Coquitlam, British Columbia, Vancouver area-ish, if you're not fam familiar with it. Today's guy, I think, is going to be a very interesting topic. I feel like I see that on every episode. <laughs> oh, man, we're trying to make them interesting. <laughs> yeah. That is I the goal, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so it's on the topic of building your own car or buying an already modified car. So, before we get started, though, let us just know how you guys are doing. Because I feel like... Uh, as usual, oh. it's been a full week of a lot of things happening. So. Yeah. so this last week has been pretty excellent. I mean, myself personally, I've been getting deep into the Buick Skylark. So okay. that's been pretty cool. Uh, that's a huge, a huge big, project. Big yeah. So what did you just uh, it, like educate them on what the car is and what, what exactly we're doing to it? Uh, it's a, so the car is a, it's a 69. Yeah, it's a 69 Buick Skylark convertible. Um, this this is a, this is a, a longtime customer that we've had, and you know, in in all the years that this car's been known to us, we've actually, with this customer, taking it through many many different sort of iterations of custom modifications, mm -hmm. starting from basically bone stock small block Buick. We did a big block conversion in it, nice. uh, put it on Hotchkiss suspension. I think that was like one of the first things that, that we did. Um, and then it got fuel injection from that point. And then we started getting into like chassis modifying to sort of help improve the platform Handling, of yeah. what that was. So we did like this full cross brace chassis upgrade on it. and and uh, put it on some really proper coilovers. We, it, was, it, was, it's, it was a pretty cool. We basically took it to the point where you can't take it any farther <laughs> than what it was. So the last, the last iteration now that we're working on currently was, okay, we're going all in. Roadster shop spec chassis. Nice. We thought, and we started with that. That was like, okay, we need to have a roadster shop spec chassis because mm -hmm. at least that's, that's a good foundation in every way. Yeah. Um, the project kind of escalated a little bit beyond <laughs> that initial that initial concept, and we took it a whole nother level farther than that, where we welded the body to the chassis. As now opposed in, to body mounts. Yeah, as opposed to body mounts, which is kind of the significance of the spec chassis thing. If anybody doesn't know Roaster Shop, mm -hmm. they uh, they that's a they build fantastic they stuff, build and it's chassis. it's super plug and play and it creates a, an excellent platform, but we went farther and now we're converting this whole chassis into a full unibody welded thing. We did a body drop on it. But like there's, this, is, this is all based on the one part we left out is it's a convertible. Yes. So the biggest struggle that we had previously with all the suspension modifications, as good as they were, they still weren't very good. Like you put the car on the lift and you had door jams <laughs> opening up like an inch. 
Right. So that was the yeah. biggest struggle with it all the time. So that's the sort of evolution to the roaster shop chassis, mm -hmm. which is a hundred times better than what was before. But mm -hmm. now by making it essentially a unibody, yeah. we've rectified all those sort of so cool. yeah. problems. So yeah. That's the significance of that whole thing that he's discussing. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it just snowballs so much farther than that. It's like, when you break it down to like just the the, the pieces, the, the foundation of what the car is now, yeah. it's essentially like us doing a, a body swap of a 69 Buick, you know, Skylark convertible onto a whole different platform because yeah. of the route that we've gone. And it's kind of, in essence, the same thing, but. And it's getting what engine again? I think that's it's so glorious. Yeah, the, the motor part of it and sort of in preparation, like all this chassis stuff that we're discussing is for essentially a 1200 horsepower Wagner, super Whipple charged, actually a Magnuson supercharged Wagner motor. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So it's going to be pretty violent. Very car. terrifying. So everything in the car has been built basically to match the customer because mm. he's a bit of a Yahoo. <laughs> and like I'm not afraid to say it. no no so he we, knows had, it. we had he knows it so we had to build everything for the way that he intends to drive it yeah, yeah. so and then what he's the way he says he's going to drive it we're going to times that by two and wow yeah, yeah. so and make sure that he's yes. not going to break anything so we got a monster nine inch rear diff in it cool. and all these different sort of things to make sure that it's problem free for yeah. him. that's pretty awesome so. okay well, so that's that's been my week. Yeah. You know? What about you, Tim? What's been going on? Uh, we've been doing Lambo things. Oh, yeah. So we got some Lambos in the shop that we're taking care of right now that's sort of doing wide body kits on them. And we've just been working our way through that. So mm -hmm. that's kind of been what I've been doing. So lots of new fun stuff. But yeah, that's going to be so cool when it's done. Like even at the process that it is now, I feel like we've already taken it. It's pretty monumental. It, yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, and, that, and you know, getting into these Lambos, it's kind of, you know, it's, it's kind of how it rolls with us is like, we get inspired when we see these things and then, you know, the creative sort of gear started rolling. Mm -hmm. So we're thinking about, you know, we're playing around with the idea of doing like a full on, you know, twin turbo. I know. Oh, yeah, I gave the whole thing away. Yeah, I know. We're but just like, to shut that whole YouTube series down. <laughs> no, oh, no, no, the secret is out. Yeah, yeah, the secret's yeah, out. It's all right. I might decide to put this in or take it out of the video or uh, podcast, depending. So if it's there. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I think this should be that air gun thing. Ring, ring, ring. Yeah, yeah, just oh, silence yeah. the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> just... yeah. yeah, or did you see like a dead, the, not the, I think they're shooting oh, the thing. Oh, Ryan Deadpool Reynolds. Ryan yeah. Reynolds is going to be in, not him, he's Deadpool. Uh, Wolverine. But the Wolverine yeah. is going to be in the new Deadpool. Oh. And so they, were, they like made this video. When, where... when they're discussing the premise, <laughs> they just started playing some weird disco music. As they're, they're talking. talking right? about... <laughs> so we're going to have to do all right. that. Yeah, all right, so... all right. Fine. So that's exactly, that's what we're doing to said Lambo. So if you want to see that, uh, stay tuned to our YouTube channel at Trick Factory Customs and also follow us on all social media, Instagram, TikTok, all of that good stuff. And so with that said, let's get right into it. So buying an already modified car versus building one yourself or paying someone to build it. Mm. Well, right from the jumping off point, there's definitely money to be saved there. Because generally when you move a car on to the next person, all those labor costs are subtracted from the value of the car. Okay. So then it's basically just hard parts 
and the vehicle. So there's definitely a savings, but once you dive into further, it's like what's been done, exactly. who, who did it, <laughs> yeah. who, uh, what level of quality has it been done. Mm -hmm. So it's like sometimes it can be a savings for sure, but other times in our experience, it can be a nightmare, mm -hmm. like a complete nightmare. Yeah, and let me like, let me preface that before we dive more into it, but sometimes you see on, uh, if you browse like Facebook Marketplace uh, or even Craigslist, you see cars that people say, oh, I've modified this car, but I've lost interest, or oh, something came up and they've put so much money and time into, sometimes they've put so much money and time into a build but for some reason or the other, they can't finish it. Mm -hmm. And so they decide to sell it off to someone. And yeah. that car can be built off for, there's diff there might be different reasons why the person built it. Maybe they built it for track purposes. Maybe they built it as just like a street rod, a hot rod car mm -hmm. that they want to drive every day type deal. And a lot of times it might not be completed, it might be missing mounts or different uh, things that might need to be fabricated or done, but sometimes they just want to get rid of it. And so that sometimes can be a good deal. Can be. <laughs> but sometimes it cannot be a good deal. And it's like, oh shoot. And so, yeah, so we just want, I just wanted to give you guys some understanding as to what we were talking about when we say buy one or some people go for the route of, they just want to build everything from scratch. They want their own vision and their own everything. And mm -hmm. so that can mean sometimes more cost and all that stuff. And so, yeah, so that was pretty much kind of what let us talk about this topic yeah and so yeah just off the top of your head rob any any uh what, what are your thoughts on that i think that it makes a lot of sense if you can buy something that was already existing like a like a project that was started kind of like how you're you're getting at mm -hmm. and you know go from that point going forward and finish it off there's a there's a, like you know you can save a ton of money that way and you can get yourself further along down the the line of things that you want to modify but I mean, there's there's risks that come along with that too, right? Because if you scratch the surface deep enough, sometimes you might find some questionable things. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, also the other side of that is if you do your homework and you research, imagine like if you bought a project car that somebody like Troy Chapanier or, you know, anybody oh. of like <laughs> significant, you know, history mm -hmm. of building immaculate, beautiful stuff. Mm -hmm it's pretty safe to say that anything that he probably did is going to be a really good jumping off point for yeah. you to carry on with for whatever reason why that project stalled out or, or whatever. I mean, there's so many different reasons for that. Mm -hmm. um, I think that that's a smart play. But if you're like the type of person that likes to have hands on and create yep. something of your own vision, if you have the abilities to do such things, it, it's probably one of the most rewarding things in the world to do. <laughs> like, it, it's, it's truly rewarding. I just saw your face with the side of my eye. No. 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 Like, why? No, no. He, he, so what's your reason for why? Oh, no. No, no, no. <laughs> no, I agree with them. It's, it can be very rewarding, but it's it's a long journey. And me being like sort of the face of the business and having to deal with all these frontline sort of guys, I mm -hmm. would say every second day I get hit up by one of our customers, like an existing customer that's mm -hmm. like, hey, what do you think of this? I can get this. Hmm. And then it's like a lot of times then I have to like dissect or reverse engineer what they've presented to me and be like, okay, yeah, that's cool. At a time that probably costs a lot of money, like yep. sure, like, but it's 
old now mm-hmm. so it's like there's really no like you have all these other opportunities so then i have to like back up the price like sure this guy put this much time and effort into it and at the time that was 20 grand yeah but it's junk now so it and like then i'm gonna have to put a whole bunch of time and effort into making this function with this new stuff that you want to do and you're going to end up with a mediocre product mm. mm-hmm. and like we just went through a 41 Ford that was le- like literally that situation. It's like, okay. this thing's got a race chassis and it's got this. You're like, yeah, but this is a 40 year old race chassis. Yeah, so yeah, like yeah. you need to let it go. Cause by t- today's standard, this thing's a wet noodle. <laughs> yeah, like it's junk, yeah. like it's, yeah. but trying to, you know, but because they paid money for it, they just like, they're yeah, married they to it. Like yeah. they want to justify it. So it's like a lot of that kind of stuff. It's like, yeah, it's cool. And there's money to be saved, but it's it just all depends like you have to take it by case by case okay. you know yeah. what i mean because yeah. a lot of people what it does when you're buying like these project cars it's like they've done all the cheap easy stuff like mm. replace the floor pans replace yeah. this did this and then you got to really look at how well it was done mm. because it's yeah doing sheet metal is like probably the least rewarding part of a car mm-hmm. and it's super expensive mm. so it's like you buy a car you got to do thirty forty thousand dollars worth of sheet metal just to make it look like the way it did before you took it apart. <laughs> so it's like people will buy wheels and motors and suspension, but like sheet metal, they're like, ugh. Like mm-hmm. it's yeah. like, I gotta pay this much money just to make it look stock. This, I don't wanna do that. Yeah. So a lot of this stuff is like, yeah, there's money to be saved, but it's, you, you gotta take it case by case. Cause I get it every single day. And some of this stuff is just like, you destroyed that car. Like I tell people all the time, we could buy a nice restored car bring it in and then we're just doing all the fun stuff Mm. say like because you get a car that's like again to go back to this 41 ford i can buy a nice restored clean 41 ford for like forty thousand dollars i can't do rust repair and all this type of stuff on his car and do all this conversion stuff for $41,000. So you're better off to buy a whole new car that's nice and clean, unmessed with and clean slate. We're just moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. But somebody would be like, oh man, I can get this 41 Ford. This guy already chopped it. I can get it for four grand. He's like, okay, (laughs) it's going to cost you 45 for me to fix that mess. And this doesn't even include the extra work they're going to put into like getting it to, because I'm sure sometimes whenever they want to bring you this car, they also want their mods to it. Exactly. Yeah. To it too. So right. then when that's when, like we were talking about a Corvette project that we're potentially having up right now, it's like, you look at this version over here and it's this much money, but then you look at this one where it's quite a bit more money, mm-hmm. but so much less labor, yeah. so much less chasing parts, all these type of things. So it's like, this is the smarter play, even though it's a much larger outlay of cash in the front is going to save you on all the labor time. And this, over here because it's presented to you as a savings it's it's like a compromise it's still it's going to be better but it's not going to be great whereas this is just great but that initial outlay is the hard part that people struggle with because mm-hmm. it's a chunk of cash so project cars usually in my experience fade and become for sale when it's like time to start buying hard parts <laughs> because everybody can buy grinding discs and cut cars apart and yeah. make a roll cage and do that fun cheap material cost kind of stuff but it's like okay now i gotta buy a twenty thousand dollar engine now i gotta buy an eight thousand dollar transmission and it's like and that's when it's like <laughs> it's like <Yeah>. oh <laughs> so reality sets in really quick mm-hmm. so that's yeah. my take on it yeah. but then if you're moving on to newer modified cars there's a lot less of that heavy fabrication stuff and it's a lot safer play 
because most of those cars are engineered specifically for that car as an upgrade, so it's not near as risky. So when you're seeing newer modified cars, like what? Like if like you're telling me, decade like you buy a new Audi S7, mm. and it's got this mod, that mod. It's like it's made specifically for that car. Yeah. So it's a fairly safe play, but if you're buying something that's got like small block Chevy in it, and then it's got a Jaguar rear end and a Mustang two front suspension, and like it's a nightmare, <laughs> like a nightmare. And half the time you don't even know what they did. Like when we do cars like that, we usually supply like a build book at the end. So it's like, yeah, we took this brakes off of this did. car. So mm -hmm. you need brake pads in the future. It's for, it for a C7 Corvette. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty. You cool. need this. Yeah. Like okay. so they get a binder when they leave. That so it's so like cool. it's not a nightmare because a lot yes. of this stuff is taken from other. Even when yeah. you're buying it as a kit. Mm -hmm. It's like you, a Frankenstein. It's a Frankenstein. Yeah. Like you buy a rack yeah. and pinion thing, they'll tell you what rack and pinion is for. So if you need tie rod ends in the future, they'll be like, this rack and pinion's out of a you know, third gen Camaro. That's so yeah. cool. So we supply all that information so it makes it easier. But if you don't have that, you just buy a modified car and you're like, I don't even know what I have. Like I had a guy come in here with some 50 Chev and it's like, I need the front end rebuilt. I was like, well, I don't even know what they took where this out it? of. Yeah. Yeah. What is this? Like, yeah. what is this thing? Like, where do I start? Like, now I got to go do, spend a bunch of time trying to find out what this is before I can even get it. Yeah. And then it's it's just a lot of time. Like, you're chasing your tail half the time. Mm -hmm. And then so, you find out if it's out of some piece of junk anyway. So, so I mean, with, with all that being said, I mean, that really starts making you think. Maybe you should just do it on your own. Just, <laughs> yeah. just, start, just start from nothing and build your own. Because mm -hmm. at least... Because I mean, unless you do get that 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 playbook, yes, you know, of of all the different part numbers and modifications, mm -hmm. unless you know that information, good luck, man. Yeah. It, it, you it, it will it, create you a it. negative a negative place in your mind, like, and you all, just hate it. Cars, yeah. We've all been to the parts store. Oh, we know how it goes. <laughs> yeah. It's like I need a radiator hose with a ninety degree, in, and they're like make and model. Yeah, yeah like, no model man, year. I just need a two inch yeah, rattle with a ninety. <laughs> Like, I'll draw you a picture. They're like, nope, make and model. Yeah. yeah. And even if you have a part number, they still want to make a model. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if you can eliminate all those headaches, it's definitely, that's worth money to me. Here's an example. Start if we were to that. take your project yeah. car yeah. and pass it on to the next guy. Oh, I feel bad for him. <laughs> <laughs> only you know. <laughs> terrible. Because only me. Yeah. So we're talking about the Datsun or the no, Jag? more of the Jag. Okay. So I have a 70s Jag. Um, and I did an LS swap on it. And I mean, I didn't necessarily use parts from another car except the engine and trans. Um, but for the most part, it's like a lot of the stuff that was done, I did everything literally myself, yeah. even down to the wiring. Like I did all the wires, even right now, <laughs> which I need to do, uh, is a lot of those fuses, all that stuff, it's not even labeled. Like, yeah. so, <laughs> so if something goes wrong, I mean, I have to go check and all that stuff. But imagine passing that down to someone that's just like, oh, I'm done with the project and engine and trans from another car. The, 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 everything else is still stock. Like yeah. it has the Jag independent rear, rear suspension and it has goodish front suspension. And so it's like, but passing that on to someone in case there was, for example, like a short or a ground or something. And that person would not be able to, it'll take the person a lot of time to figure out frustration of trying to chase down everything that was, and then they yeah. might look at it and be like, wait, why is there five different wires going to random different places? Yeah, that only makes sense to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so like, so like yeah. that project value is basically the value is the sum of the parts that you use, mm -hmm. hard parts. Yeah. Like all that wiring and stuff that you're describing right now, you might as well call that 
zero value yeah. you know and, and that sucks because like you put a lot of effort into it mm -hmm. but to somebody else looking in they're like tear all this out yeah tear all of it out that's funny because that's actually exactly what i did so when i bought the car initially it didn't run and it had a 350 small block already done in it but they had done first of all it was lucas instruments so it's like the Prince of Darkness, yeah, as yeah, they call right? <laughs> yeah. But it, some stuff was also was already done to it, and some they had spliced wires here and there. And I looked at it, and I was like, "Oh gosh, this is a disaster!" Yeah. And I just didn't want to spend the time of figuring all of that stuff out. So I was nope. like, "I'm done with this. Rip everything out, all the the whole harness, yeah. cut everything." rip everything which i do regret sort of right now because <laughs> to me from the outside looking in right away that's six thousand dollars yeah <laughs> like oh six grand to put a wiring harness in this yeah. thing and get this thing up and running yeah so like that's me working it backwards You're like okay sure this thing is 15 grand mm -hmm. but it's gonna cost you this much for this much and this and this and this we might as well just buy a good car mm. yeah but i mean if that's what it takes for you to get into a project yeah and yep. you're willing to pay as you go then 100 percent, it's a great way to get into it because not everybody can afford like i'm just buy a 50 grand car and mm. start you know doing that little things true. to it yeah so it's, it definitely has its purpose it's a way yeah. to get into it but it's you got to be really like we've talked many times before, like you got to set a budget for your project yeah. that's realistic and then work your way through the steps and not, you know, put a timeline to it. Yeah. Like when's this thing going to be done yeah. and work to it. Otherwise it'll be, you know, what's the meme going around right now? It's like <laughs> all this time and effort to put a car into a garage and I'm never come out again. <laughs> yeah. If you yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, because what you just said of uh, getting the car up and running, because now I'm like thinking, I'm like, crap, I should have just bought a, very clean jag and not even had to do anything like because well, initially the it's, it's the this fiero thing not to cut you off yeah, yeah, like no, we just did a ferry a fiero we did all this effort to get this thing squared away perfect mm -hmm. but the bill for what we did was more than the value of the car <laughs> whereas he could have like could have like if if it was me doing it yeah. i would 100 percent done what we did to that car because we didn't have to worry it. about mm -hmm. scratching it, banging it, nothing. We could have sorted out our entire plan mm. in that car, and then I'd buy a clean one. Clean one, and then swap, then swap everything, everything over. That's over. smart. That's yeah. the smart play. But this yep. guy, he's in like those cars are four grand cars for a yeah. nice one. Wow! And like for what we did for his swap to get it into <laughs> well, like a five hundred dollar car is like you're going backwards already. Yeah. So it's like for what you're doing, it's like this should almost be your test bed. Yes. And then you get a clean one, That's and good. then put all your stuff yeah. in the clean one. Just yeah. transfer it all over. Yeah, that's so you know? true. And you'd be way ahead of the game because look at the metal work alone. How many hours cool. you have just to taking it out. Can you yeah. imagine if you had to pay me to do it? Oh, and I had to give you imagine. a bill for like, oh, yep, here's six grand for yeah. cutting all your rust out. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I got to throw my car in the garbage? Yeah. Yeah. Because now I've started cutting all, out all the rusty spots, which is, I think is another topic for even another podcast, but it's like, if that's you're a, buying- That's a hard thing to pay for though. Yeah. Like it's, it's like cutting everything out and redoing all the metal work. And I'm like regret regretting it now. I'm like because I found some rust and all that stuff. And so I'm like, oh, I should have just bought a clean car. And I'm like, so I yeah. So that part does suck. Uh, but it's I think it's also interesting or pretty cool that to go through that process and also mm -hmm. come out from the other side and be like, okay, because that way I've that, learned. You've now. got education, <laughs> yes, yeah. throughout the process. Yeah, so like, yeah. we mentioned that in a previous one. Like even if you're doing it just for that, just to get a foundation and education and the experience. Now you can go into the next one so yeah. much smarter. Yeah, but yeah, that yeah. one was almost 
it's sacrificial yeah like yeah. and it, it hurts but sometimes that's just the way it goes True. like yeah there, there's a crazy value in in that experience mm-hmm. just just having that is, is plus it'll bring you so a heavy much. respect to what we do oh yeah definitely <laughs> <laughs> definitely like ever since i started working here like before i used to think all of these things are oh you just do easy body work you do for example even paint and then I see Brett and Spencer, which is our uh, body work, and they do paint and all that stuff. And I see them working on stuff and the amount of detail they go through. Yeah. And it blows my mind. And I'm like, yeah, I... It's so uh, labor t- <laughs> It is. It really is. Yes. And now because, again, I never appreciated... When someone to tell me, oh, this paint job cost 50 grand mm-hmm. or something, I'm like... Pfft. I could do that for 500 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Go get some rattle cans from Harbor Freight yeah. or whatever and spray it and I'm done. <laughs> but I'm like, yeah, no, you cannot. Like yeah. it is, I feel like it would even be more if I, because it's very, all that work is so labor intensive yeah. and it, it's a, almost a labor of love. Because and when you think you're done, there's a whole nother week. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, you're like, man, this looks pretty good. Like, yeah, all we have to do is this. You're like, oh no, man, uh, man. Yep. Yeah. So but I mean, the end result always shows, oh, but definitely. It's, it's hard to like, that's why we do a lot of our YouTube stuff and our little social media posts is to try to give people an understanding of just how labor intensive it is. Mm-hmm. And our customers get to follow along and then they get a respect for it too, mm-hmm. because it's like, you can watch a million of these TV shows and it goes in and comes out oh, and it's TV like, shows. <laughs> yeah, it's not, that's another topic. Another. Yeah. That's a whole nother yeah. thing. <laughs> We've been struggling with that for like 15 years. Yeah. <laughs> Another thing that I also thought about, I don't know, let me know if this is a good idea, but comparing costs of, it's like whenever you see a project car for sale, or I guess finding out everything that was done and all the parts that were put into it and try to also compare it to, I guess, the cost of things. Does that work? Yeah, there's definitely like situations where like people have legitimately, for whatever reason, will say other than financial reasons, can't complete a project. So you'll see a car like I'll, you know, that'll be finished in metal yeah. and it'll look good. And I'll, I'll try to sell it to customers. Like you should buy this car because you're already 40 grand ahead of the game and you can get this thing for 20. Mm-hmm. So there's definitely legitimate situations where there is a jump, but yeah. some stuff, it just doesn't make sense. And every shop is kind of a little bit, I would say arrogant and all what they do is always going to be better with, mm. than what, you know, like, yeah. oh, this sucks. You're like, why does it suck? Because somebody else did it. <laughs> yeah. Like, it doesn't always necessarily suck. So no matter what you buy and where you take it, people are going to tell you it sucks anyways, yeah. and they're yeah. going to want to redo it all. So it's like to find a shop that's honest and like, oh, hey, man, you're ahead of the game on this one. Let's get going. Mm-hmm. So if you, I would say that what you would look for would always be that labor intensive metal work as yeah. far as parts and stuff okay. like that there's very rarely a benefit to it interesting because okay. it's old stuff it's like yeah. this guy's been working on the car for 10 years mm. and he's got some built 383 you know Stroker. all the blueprint yeah all the yeah. blueprint yeah. camel bump heads yeah. blah, blah, blah. and it's like that's junk get yeah. rid of it yeah. like it's mm-hmm. like we want to do this so you got to watch for that really labor intensive like Body metal work, work and yes. like the heavy lifting has been done. That's oh, where you save all your money. Cause okay. then you can take it to somebody like us or even yourself and the momentum will stay there. Cause it's all fun. Like you're yeah. putting on new stuff yes. and you're not cutting rust and yeah. finding out that you made a bad purchase. Yeah. And it's got an inch of bondo <laughs> and it's like, you get that giant kick in the nuts and it yeah. takes you six months to recover from it. And it's yeah. like, you see that stuff happen all the time. Right? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't want to get sucked into buying a project because of the wheels that it has on it. Yeah, like that's, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and we've all done it. Like I've literally had guys like, oh, shit, there's A&N fittings under the hood. And it's like, yeah, and it's like, it's just like, yeah, it's like 90 bucks worth yeah. of stuff. Like, and you're going to buy a whole <laughs> box for the, because there's $90 worth yeah. of fittings under there. Like, mm-hmm. I guess it's also a, a pro tip. If you want to say a modified car, put A&N fittings on it. Yeah, you have yeah. to. Yeah. <laughs> it increases the value, the value yeah. exponentially. <laughs> Providing car advice every day. <laughs> Follow us for more tips. <laughs> so um, one more thing I want to talk about was like creative freedom of like having that creative freedom because some people like I know like if you were to buy that versus build, you'll probably end up building yours just because I feel like you as you just like having that element of creative freedom freedom as to what to put into the car or what to do to the car. Yeah, I Is feel like, I, yeah, I have 100%. I mean, every one of us has our own sort of version of what is ideal. Mm-hmm. You know, my version is entirely different than Tim's and yours and everyone watching. So, yeah, if 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 I look at a car, I mean, I'm, of course I'm going to see like little things that I'd like to tweak, modify, and that's kind of the core of who I am as a human being. Um, and so I would assume... It's the same. Yeah. But if I could, I would buy a car that has all that hard work, all that heavy lifting done, and then just sort of play around with with the the sort of the creative expression of certain things. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, like icing on a cake, you know? (laughs) Yeah. If I had to comment, it'd be one time in my life, I would like just because of how many cars we've done, mm-hmm. I would like to experience <laughs> a car being delivered to me yeah. that somebody else built. Yeah. Like that's because like I see these people and the things we do for them and I can just imagine like, I've got to build some crazy cars for myself, which is awesome. But because I've been through the entire process and you got to pay for all the parts and you're there and you're chasing them down, you're finding mm-hmm. stuff. I've never experienced just the grand the reveal, like, yeah. the, like oh. the bliss of the reveal. Yeah. yeah. Like that would be cool to experience. <laughs> yeah. One day. yeah. Straight up. I mean, that seems so, so foreign of a concept, but yeah. So even if I was to it buy was- a modified car, just, just to have one done, finished, ready to go. Yeah. Like there's a lot of value in that too. And that's oh, most yeah. of our customers. Yeah. And the ones that are smart enough will pay enough to make sure they get these well-sorted, modified cars. And yeah. it's like, one day I hope to be there to be able to do it. Like I can make it for myself, but I can't afford to just purchase one at this point. So it's like, yeah, I, I see a value in it. Yeah. It'd be cool to get there one day <laughs> and trust somebody enough that, you know, That's they're going to the do it as good enough, or yeah. better than me yeah. is would be great. Cause there's mm-hmm. plenty of people out there that are better than us. And I'd love to get one of their, like I, oh, yeah. I stare and like, Oh man, how do they do yeah. that? So to one day to get to that point, to be able to legitimately confidently buy a modified car would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that would be one of those life goals. Yeah. Yeah. So, so with that said, anything else you guys want to add? I think we're good for today. Perfect. Yeah, short and sweet. I feel like this has been a short one. Yeah, 33 minutes. Wow, not bad. Yeah, I love that. Please up on, you know, making people listen. Yeah, I know. (laughs) So if if you've made it this far, thank you. (laughs) I think this was a fun, I think it was a fun little topic. But uh, yeah, if you liked this video, give it a thumbs up. If you are listening to this podcast, if you want to see more things, more topics, if you have any ideas for future topics, comment in the comment section below and with that said that's pretty much it 
Have yeah. an amazing day. Yeah. See you next Thank week. Thank you. Bye.